Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and today we're going to dive into a very popular topic, especially for HSPs and empaths. And what we're going to be talking about today is how to stop feeling so drained. This is one of the most common things I hear from my fellow sensitive souls is that you're feeling drained. You're feeling exhausted either by all of the things you have going on in your life, maybe by the people you have in your life, whatever that looks like for you. This is such a common thing that I hear. And so I felt like this was something that was important and useful to really dive into today especially because we're in the thick of the holiday season and that tends to be a time where we do feel quite drained. We feel just like we have so many responsibilities and so many people to please and all of these high expectations and it can be a bit overwhelming. So let's dive into really how we can support ourselves so that we can feel less drained. So the first thing I would suggest on this topic is really getting clear on what exactly is draining you in your life, like kind of doing an audit of your current situation and getting clear on what are some of the things that really zap you of energy, really make you feel exhausted, burnt out, blah, like is it... Is are, are you having this feeling after you're around certain friends, for instance? Are you feeling this way every single day at work? Are you feeling completely exhausted because you just really have no downtime? Like, what are the things that are draining you? Um, I think just getting clear on this first and foremost is really important because from there, then you can kind of identify, okay, here are the things And here are some things that I can do to then shift it. Another thing that I think can be sneaky that drains us is just having so many expectations for ourselves. Again, especially during the holidays, but really like so many of us do this to ourselves year round. I'm totally guilty of this where I will have super high expectations for myself in any given day. I've definitely improved a ton on this because... I saw that it was a bad habit of mine, but I used to really struggle with putting so many to-dos on my to-do list and really holding myself to this honestly impossible standard of trying to get all of these things done in one day. 
and by the end of the day, I would feel drained. And some days I did complete every to-do item on my list and other days I didn't, but I would just feel drained and just like exhausted and honestly not very satisfied even when I did complete all of the items on my to-do list. And so I was able to recognize that I was putting way too much on my plate and I had way too high of expectations for myself and I really needed to simplify. And so I say all of this with um, a lot of sensitivity because I understand like all of our lives look different and we each have different responsibilities and roles and, and things that we are needing to do in our day-to-day life. My life looks different than maybe that of a single mom who's working two jobs or a college student finishing up their master's degree, working a part-time job. Again, maybe they have kids. Everyone's experience looks different. For me, like I've shared before, I work full-time. I run my business on the side. I am also now pregnant, which is a whole other like set of challenges and excitement, of course. Um, So anyway, I just share all of this because we all have different life experiences, but I really believe wherever you're at, there is always an opportunity to simplify and to kind of take some of the, like trim some of the fat, so to speak. A lot of times we're just putting way too many expectations on ourselves and that's draining us in ways we don't even realize. And so first and foremost, do an audit of your life really get clear on what is draining you. If you're not sure, then turn to how you feel internally and kind of go through a day and kind of notice how you are feeling throughout the day. Like maybe you start your day feeling really good, but then you get to work and your boss throws all of this paperwork on your desk and you know, you only have so much time to get it done. Maybe that's the thing that drains you. Or maybe you you know, you go through your day and then you get a phone call from from that family member who always has something going on. And by the end of the conversation, you feel just like really negative, really down in the dumps. Like, okay, maybe that is a situation that's a person who is draining you. So getting clear on that first and foremost is so, so helpful. Another thing to look at is are you prioritizing your self-care? And before you roll your eyes and you're like, yeah, yeah, I hear this all the time, like, hear me out. Self-care for highly sensitive people is a non-negotiable. Like, we need to take extra good care of ourselves because we are wired in such a sensitive way. Like, we are going to be more greatly impacted by the things happening in our lives, the things happening in the world around us, like because our nervous systems are so sensitive and so reactive, we really have to take extra care to make sure we're good, make sure we're feeling good, making sure we're healthy. And this doesn't have to be some big complicated thing. This, you know, when I say self-care, I don't mean like you have to take an hour-long bath or go on a retreat or whatever. Like be like practical self-care can be achievable to any any person out there and it can look however you want it to look however feels good to you so self-care could literally be as simple as you're 
turning off your phone notifications after 7 p.m. and you're just letting yourself sink into the couch and watch your favorite movie. And during that time, you are not going to text people back. You're not going to be scrolling on your phone because maybe you've kind of realized that you're spending too much time on technology and it's not feeling good. So your self-care non-negotiable could be, I'm going to be present in this moment and watch my favorite movie. Like that is so nourishing and so replenishing and that is total self-care. Another form of self-care can be getting creative. I remember a few months back, well, probably, I don't know, actually probably a year back, I was seeing a therapist and I was just working myself way too hard. And she was like, you need to practice more self-care. And my initial reaction was like, yeah, I know, whatever. But I told her I kind of struggle with, with like just sitting. Like, I'm like, I just get bored. Like, I don't want to just sit. And she's like, self-care can literally look however you want it to look. It's supposed to feel good to you. So it doesn't have to be some textbook example. And so that was like really enlightening for me. And so I kind of thought about like, okay, what, what feels good to me? And for me, creating feels really good. I love just like writing for fun. I like doing little projects. I just like creating for creating's sake and for no other reason than I just want to do it because it feels good. So that's a, another example of self-care. Maybe for you, it's like reading a fantasy novel or gardening or going for a 10-minute walk. I, I always want to share tips and things that are accessible for every person. Like it never needs to look one certain way. You get to decide. And so I really want you to see how important it is to treat yourself with respect and kindness and care as a highly sensitive person. Um, In a previous episode, and I say this often, like I compare us to like a, like a Formula One race car. Like we're not going to put the the low grade gas in our tanks. Like we have to take extra good care of ourselves because we're so finely tuned and so sensitive. And we don't need to see that as a bad thing. We can see it as, hey, my body has high standards. And so it is essential for me to take really good care of myself. And one other thing that I'll say, because it really helped me. And so maybe this will help you is I used to like push myself to go, go, go and like get through my to-do list and not, not take enough rest, not slow down enough because I was like, well, I got to get through all my things. And so with that mindset, I would push through all of my projects, but instead of being more productive, instead of getting more done, I actually kind of worked against myself because I would be working on things when I was totally depleted, totally drained, totally exhausted. And so I wasn't able to even give good effort and it took me so much longer to get things done versus if I just took the rest I needed, if I just had that self-care time and then came back to the project the next morning, like I was able to complete the project in much less time with way more efficiency and with more enjoyment while I did it. And so I think I've shared this before because I'm just obsessed with it. Like, because people would always say like, rest is productive. And I was like, I don't really get what that means. And then I understood that 
that's what it means. Rest is productive because it's like we're filling up our tank and then we're able to operate from a more nourished place. And so we can do better work. We can show up better in our lives. So take that with you if it helps, because every time I'm like kind of finding resistance, resistance around just like taking it easy, I'm like, okay, wait, let's not push ourselves while we're on fumes. This is one way we can continuously feel drained is if we don't take a moment and like give ourselves a little bit of nourishing nourishment and a little bit of extra love and care. All right, I am just popping in here really quick to let you know that the HSP Boundary Bundle, my mini course for setting boundaries for HSPs, is currently on sale for the holiday season. This is the perfect way for you to learn how to set boundaries as a highly sensitive person, both energetic boundaries, physical boundaries, and really get in touch with the reasons you've maybe struggled with boundaries in the past so that you can now overcome that and set boundaries with a bit more confidence and ease. Go to the show notes, click on the HSP Boundary Bundle link, and use the promo code SOULFUL, S-O-U-L-F-U-L, to get 20% off the HSP Boundary Bundle. If you're a current highly sensitive and soulful member, you already have this bundle included in your membership, so there is no need to purchase. But for anyone listening to this show, make sure you go and take advantage of this special holiday deal. You'll have unlimited access as soon as you purchase, and it's definitely a great gift to get yourself so that you can enjoy the holidays just a little bit more. So another thing that I think is really, really helpful when it comes to feeling less strained is doing more of what energizes you. And I think that as highly sensitive people, as empaths, there's like a ton of focus on us having our energy depleted all the time. Like, oh no, there's like all these people around me that are just like energy vampires or oh, like, I can't handle this. I just get so drained. And like, you know, I'm very aware that this episode is about feeling drained. But I say this because we can both be depleted of energy and we can create energy. We can do things that replenish our energy, that fire us up, that make us feel excited and happy and joyful and on top of the world. And so if you're continuously feeling drained, you know, do that that audit of your day, of course, like do the self-care, but also take a look at how often are you doing things that energize you? Are you doing anything that energizes you? Or maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what energizes me. Like, I don't know because all I do is work and get through my to-do list and go to bed and start again. So I think it's time if you're like, I have no idea what energizes me. It's important to get curious, kind of get curious, like, okay, if you had a day to yourself, what would that look like? Like, what would be the, what would be the things that you want to do? Or what's like one of the things you search all the time on Google? Like, if you were just like curious, like, are you somebody who likes to read about history? Are you someone who's really interested in learning the different wellness trends? Are you 
super interested in all the latest movies and what is something that interests you? And like, don't judge it and don't be like, oh, well, this is like impractical. Like, what am I going to do with this? Like, let this be a no judgment zone and just get curious. When we get curious and when we follow our curiosity, oh my gosh, that is where the gold lies. Like there are so many awesome nuggets of wisdom that lie within our curiosity. So start paying attention to the things that energize you, like the conversations, the people, the topics, the activities, like the things that kind of fill you up with joy, make you lose track of time. Get clear on what those things are and then find a way to add more of that into your life wherever you can. I don't want anyone to listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, well, I don't have time for this. If we make it a priority, we can make time for it. And I think a lot of times, again, we're just spending too much time doing things that are not moving the needle forward for us, or they're, you know, completely sucking our energy dry. And of course, again, I say this as a person who works two jobs, like I'm not just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, like I'm always really busy. But I have learned that when I add more things into my life that energize me, even if it's 20 minutes doing the thing that lights me up, I am able to be more productive in the rest of my life and feel more satisfaction because I am filling up my tank, I'm taking proper rest, I'm also doing more things that bring joy to my life. And so I'm able to show up to the rest of my life that maybe the activities I don't enjoy so much, I can show up to that feeling better because I am, it's almost like a more well-rounded experience. Another idea that just came to mind too is to make the tasks that you have to do that you don't enjoy doing, like how could you make those more enjoyable? So maybe there are aspects of your job that completely drain you, but it's part of the job description, like you have to do it. Like maybe there's some boring data entry parts that you just can't stand. Maybe during that time, could you listen to a podcast that lifts you up? Could you light your favorite candle? Could you brew a cup of your favorite tea. You know, like what are some things that you can do while while doing tasks that you don't enjoy? How can you make them feel more enjoyable? I think that's one of the keys because if we're, you know, I'm very like realistic in that there are going to be things we have to do that we don't want to do because hello, we're adults. That's how life works. So how can you make it a little bit more fun, a little bit more enjoyable? There's always, always a way to do that. And I think when we add those little pockets of joy and enjoyment into our life, it's amazing how much that can help us with our mood and with our level of satisfaction with ourselves and with our lives. Okay, final point I'm going to say here is if you're feeling drained all the time, look at where you need to set boundaries. (laughs) So kind of look back at that life audit, that day audit that I talked about in the beginning of the episode and get clear on where those energy drains are for you and maybe see if there's an opportunity to set a boundary around these these things in your life. So for instance, if you have a boss that is always giving you last minute projects, is there some sort of boundary that you could set where 
you ask them to give you at least 24 hours notice if possible. I know this is not always possible at every company. I've worked at companies where it's like constant fire drills and I get that. But see if there are if there is an opportunity to set a boundary around this or if you have so many projects piled on your plate and then your boss piles another one on you, you can come back to them and say, okay, I'm happy to help with this project, but I also have these four other things on my list. Which of these can be deprioritized and which, you know, which needs to be the priority? And make it clear that you can't, not everything can be a priority at once. And so it's important for us to self-advocate and to take ownership where we can and kind of have boundaries around ourselves and our time so that we're not feeling like we're totally depleted, doing way too much for everyone else. Another example would be the family member that is always calling you and you find yourself feeling really really drained after the conversations. Look at where there's a boundary that you can set there because I guarantee there is one. Maybe you do want to be available for this person, but you recognize that it cannot be in the middle of your day because it just kind of throws off the way that you feel and it takes you time to like emotionally recover. Maybe you let them know, hey, I'll be available to talk between 5 and 6 p.m. tonight. Whatever, like having a very clear time instead of always being at the beck and call. Another example of a boundary you can set is choosing not to partake in certain conversations or in gossip. I think this is something that it really can be draining, especially for those of us who are super sensitive. Like if there's people around you that are always gossiping, like it can just feel really icky and negative and you can, you know, leave these interactions just feeling heavy. I know that's, I've had that experience for sure. So maybe choosing not to partake in any conversations like that is a simple boundary that you can set and adhere to. And when people start conversations like that around you, you can leave, you can say, oh, I I just, I don't feel good talking about this person, whatever that might look like. Like choosing to have that boundary around yourself is so helpful. Also like make sure you're setting boundaries around that self-care time. Even if, again, it's a 10 or 15 minute walk, like if that's a non-negotiable for you, treat it as such. Block off your calendar. Let your boss know that you're not going to be available from 12.15 to 12.30, whatever that looks like. Make it a priority though, and then set those boundaries around it. I love to think of boundaries as it's creating the space around us so that we can spend more of our time doing the things that really matter to us, that really feel good to us, that really nourish our lives instead of feeling like we're always living for every single person around us and then having zero time for ourselves and just feeling completely depleted and drained. So I really hope that you found this episode helpful. I hope these tools are feel practical, that you can really apply them in your life, because I know this is like such a big thing for highly sensitive, empathic people. Like, We're often the caretakers, we're the ones that people turn to. Oftentimes we've struggled with people pleasing, which definitely go check out my podcast episode on pleasing people. I think it's called You Can't Please Everyone and That's Okay. Like, go check that out. These are some things that it can be unnatural for us to 
to take time for ourselves to say no, but I promise you, like, it's essential to us feeling good and feeling like we're in control of our lives because, honestly, if we're just living a life that feels draining and exhausting and, like, we're always doing everything for everyone else and nothing for ourselves, well, that's pretty much a recipe for feeling burnt out and drained and exhausted. And we don't want that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, as always, let me know what you thought of this episode. Please be sure to share with a friend, leave an honest review. I would really, really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.